Ah, the marvels of modern society. And perhaps the greatest of these marvels is speed. The space shuttle orbits the Earth at Mach 25. Passenger airplanes break the sound barrier. Burritos take a mere 60 seconds to cook. Our society has no time for slow pokes. To make a difference, you've got to live life in the fast lane. But in the middle of all this speed, we find the one thing that refuses to increase its snail-like pace. Radio. To enjoy an ordinary radio show, you must spend a full hour on the couch doing nothing. In that same amount of time, the space shuttle orbits the Earth hundreds of times. Concords outrace the sound of their own engines, and someone, somewhere, is cooking 60 burritos one after another. Imagine what you could do with that kind of time. What's needed is a revolution. And the perfect show to begin it is Star Trek Excelsior. This April 1st, the Excelsior Studio teamed up with the staff writers at www.5minute.net. We forged a bold joint mandate to begin the acceleration of radio by shortening Excelsior episodes to a fraction of their original length. Everything about the original episodes is retained, but the new, streamlined versions take a mere five minutes instead of 60. You, the listener, stand at the forefront of the speed revolution. Welcome to the future. Excelsior Productions and 5minute.net are proud to present 5-Minute Star Trek Excelsior, season most of one. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Excelsior. strange new worlds to seek out new life and new civilizations to boldly go where no one has gone before starring Elise Crowick as Captain Rachel Cortez with Larry Phelan as Lieutenant Commander Elkar Dovan Ben Randall as Alexander Lorock. Michael Liebman as Alex Roll. Caitlin Haney as Lieutenant Asuka Yubari. The season begins with Five Minute the Valandrian Expedition by Zeke. Captain's Log, we're approaching Valandria on a diplomatic mission. I think some things happened on the way, but damned if I can remember what. 
Remember, crew, this species is like the Gerada. They demand a very precise greeting, so we have to get it right. How's that? Needs more punctuation. Okay, let's get repairing. Takala, deliver these schematics. Yubari, be mysterious. Edo, go work somewhere I don't have to see you. Westlake, at large. Aye, aye. <sighs> Do we have to let the annoying kid work here? You know what's a lot more annoying? Not having your Dazix Machina handy when you need the ship saved. Ah, species like this that communicate through violence, I just want to beat them all to death. Better control that bully in anger, Commander. There's nothing specifically Bolian about my anger. I know, but this is audio. It wouldn't be fair not to mention it at some point. So, what's the best thing about being senior staff? I'd have to say the job security. You cannon fodder types could get killed anytime, but not me. Hey, check out those satellites. Ooh, bridge to Cortez. Better get up here quick if you don't want to miss the music swell. Did I miss- Yeah, sorry. But check out that unexpectedly advanced space station. That must be where their leaders are. Let's try to contact them. Wait, why haven't they contacted us long since? Shouldn't that have happened right after Oops. the battle? I think I left the ship on silent. Finally, do you know how many times we've tried Let to- Let it go, Zorgi. Humans, as the premier of Philandria, I greet you in peace. Thank- Peace and rage. How- dare you attack our ships? Is this how your people introduce yourselves? What? But, but we... Eh, just kidding. Come on over. Commander, you have the bridge. I'll be heading over there with some female security guards. And me, I trust. In case there's danger or a shoe store or something. I'm afraid not. As you know, it's Federation policy to kowtow to local customs. And the Valandrin are raging sexists. What? Since when? Nobody mentioned that until you did just now. I bet you're making it up so you can be one of those hands-on, risk-taking captains. Relax, Lieutenant. There's absolutely no chance of danger on this mission, whether for me or anyone else. Like diplomatic specialist Rick Hunter here. Hey, Cat, this plot armor look moth-eaten to you? We must kill the humans before it's too late. Heed the words of the prophecy. The prophecy can be taken many ways. I like to think of it as a living prophecy subject to reinterpretation over the years. Oh, so it means whatever we want it to. Don't be silly. It means whatever I want it to. I take it she's still not heeding the words of the prophecy. And she'll regret it. Be prepared. Sure, I'll be prepared. For what? For the death of the Premier. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded. The future is littered with prizes. A shining new... Okay, lyrics are fun and all, but do you really think you can pull off a coop right under Betrina's nose? It'll be easy. She wouldn't have made me vizier if she didn't trust me. Okay, this is a mission of peaceful diplomacy. We need phasers. Lots of phasers. I've got types 1 and 2. It would be best not to confuse... Wait, never mind. Type 1's just fell down that crack in the floor. Considering that the Valandrin are lizard-like, what setting do you recommend? There you go again. This is the first I've heard about lizards. Pick your own damn setting. I don't care. We welcome you to our station, Captain. 
With rage, the oracle prophesied that you would come to kill us. It did? Well, you know oracles. They just tell you what they think you need to hear. Lies. Premier, heed the word of the prophecy. Heed the word of the prophecy. That's quite... Heed them. Enough. I'm taking the humans to the cave of the oracle. You wait in the corner of standing. Brigadier, we will wait five cycles. Then we will make our move and bring the mighty Kublai Khan to his knees. Okay, I know I'm asking for it with this rank, but seriously, Doctor Who references from a serial that doesn't even exist except in audio form. In case you've forgotten, neither do we. I'm getting an odd energy reading from the station. Is the captain's team in danger? God, I hope so. Lizards, for Christ's sake. Is that the oracle? That's a statue. Is that the oracle? That's a wall. Is that? Right. We're beaming straight there. I don't care if it gives you all transporter sickness. Incoming. Already? How the hell long is a cycle? What? Never mind. Red alert. Captain, something here is making my tricorder go wonky. I can't get a reading. Well, of course you can't. Because the oracle won't let him? Because he's male. Now, come on, the oracle is this way. What a bunch of sexist cernakes. I'm going to pretend you're just making up words again. Get us away from that station so we can fight back. The docking port won't release. If we force it, she'll fly apart. Fly her apart, then. Done. Deck 10 reports 300 casualties. Please state the nature of the temporal inconsistency. What the... The Oracle is an EMH? But that can't be. He doesn't look like Robert Picardo or Andy Deck. After the economic downturn of the 2390s, Starfleet could no longer afford likeness rights. The 2390s? Lorak, do you realize what this means? He's from the future. And we're getting an economy? We're taking a lot of damage, especially through that big hole you just made in the ship. Then there's no choice. Get us out of here. And the away team? Well, let's just say I'll make an official entry in the ship's record for him. We'll get better at doing the voices right. If we live long enough, the way you run this ship... Excuse me. I run this ship. And you'll be pleased to hear... I plan to record audio episodes forever. To be continued. Five-minute turns of events by Natom is brought to you by Jafar's Executive College. Our graduates are consistently described by their superiors as trustworthy and indispensable right up until they seize control of the organization. Jafar's Executive College, where the power goes straight to your head. Good work. I'll come down to interrogate those rascally reptiles. 
Wait, you wanted me to arrest the intruders? Amara out. Adao. On a scale from blindfold to Hubble Space Telescope, how technologically advanced is the Valandrian sensor grid? Picture a cheap pair of sunglasses with cute little stickers all over the lenses. So they won't notice if I sneak back into orbit on a stealthed flyer? You personally would have no chance, sir. Even their sarcasm detectors could hear you from a light year away. Mr. Hologram, you are under arrest for violating the Prime Directive. You have no right to do that. What if someone had taken the Babelfish away from your planet centuries ago? Huh? Or what if the Vulcans had removed the monolith from Earth's moon before humans uncovered it? Are you just making things up? Or what if Christopher Columbus had convinced Galoka that the Yulus were too ugly to save? I'm leaving. You're in charge of Excelsior. <laughs> Man, this timeline is screwed up. I'm leaving. Now we're going to flash back to two years ago. Look at the pretty palace. Premier, are you plotting what I'm plotting? I think so, Matriarch. But after we hijack the Excelsior, build a massive fleet, and annihilate the entire Federation, do we actually have to kill the prisoners before we drink wine from their skulls? Actually... I was just plotting to make a cup of coffee. No. Do you want some? No. The minerals in these mountains have kept you from calling for rescue for 600 years. Mountains do have a habit of sticking around for long periods of time, Captain. But what gives you the right to treat the Valandrians like pawns in some planetary game? After Krayak took the kingdom of Halona, I had little choice but to become the Oracle of Geldar. You just made another obscure but apt sci-fi reference. Didn't you? Two, actually. We have armed Valandrians incoming. Good thing there's a Klingon armory in this wreck. Relax. These people are loyal to me. They won't kill you until I tell them to. Actually, they're loyal to me. Good thing there's a Klingon armory in this wreck. I've been meaning to ask you, Lieutenant Roll, what is with those dreams of yours? My dreams? You mean the ones about the Yorktown disaster? Quiet, Rawl, before you spoil the next three seasons of cryptic secrecy. I should have known Sora G would betray me. Yes, she did seem to take her dying sister seriously in that flashback we skipped over. That was one hint. But her master's degree from Jafar's executive college really should have tipped me off. Well, now that you know about the dreams, I have to kill you. Too late, Talaxian brain skulls. Gah! Wow, a major character just got killed off. I'll bet the writers won't do that again for a long time. Not for the rest of the season, anyway. Well, the rest of this episode. At least the rest of this scene. Call me Ishmael. Some years ago, never mind how long precisely having little or no money in my purse. If you're that convinced of the futility of this mission, why did you order it? I didn't think I'd have to come along on it. Sneaking down to the planet to rescue the away team is a lot less fun than I thought it would be. Do you mean to say they're on the planet? Well, gee, thanks for telling me which way to point the flyer. We've been spotted. The defense satellites must have detected your outburst, Commander. At least we still have a technological advantage. 
All of the shuttle systems just failed. We're going to crash! Don't worry. I'll aim for a soft target. Like that horde of Valandrians attacking our away team. She might be dead, Alcar! Here, pump the captain full of drugs and make sure. Make sure of what? That she lives. Or possibly that she dies. I'm not picky. Right. Hey, Lorak, you ready to go back to the ship? Hang on a minute. I need to go into this cave and arrest a hologram from the future. Exactly how hard did you hit your head during that flight? That sure was a thrilling escape from the Valandrians. It's not over yet. More crew members have come down with Talaxian brain scars and the captain is in grave condition. We need to get to a starbase. Fast. Wait. Do you realize what this means? That you're going to get the ship destroyed, just like the last three times you took command? Besides that, it means we have to go back. Are you serious? The Valandrians tore us apart, and you want us to go back there? For Spash's sake, why? Because I forgot to get my mother a souvenir snow globe. That almost sounded badass, sir. To be continued. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Smokey the Bear, who reminds you only you can prevent wildfire. How go the battles on the Vigilance and the planet? If you rearrange the letters in Re, Gore, and Trina... You can spell a greener riot. So those fighting are reusing their ammunition? Truly, we have come a long way from our wasteful past. Look at this picture of the Excelsior taken a short time ago. Why is the ship coated in orange? It was initially my belief that we must have passed through a cloud of telepathic Cheetos recently. However, since the orangeness has been intensifying... And since Philandria has been appearing to turn orange as well, it seems clear that- That someone is shooting us with telepathic Cheetos powder? And some of it is hitting the planet? I was going to say that our senses need to be recalibrated. But I suppose your explanation works too. Why did you promote me to first officer, sir? As an apology for forcing you to work with Kinashe Dao. The Excelsior has crept to within two million sentences of the Vigilance, Your Excellency! Centaurs? What do horse people have to do with anything? No, sentence. Sentons? Isn't that a Battlestar Galactica term? Shh! Just tell them not to shoot already! Hi! Ew! You're a boy. Go away. I don't want your space goodies. Well, we don't want your space Cheetos. So, what are you going to do about it? I've got some millennia-old exposition in the freezer, but it's probably stale by now. I'll take it. Very well. I should warn you, it involves my ordering your ship's destruction. On second thought... Too late. Look, just stop killing us. You stop killing us first. You started it. No, you started it. All I want is for you to trust a bunch of aliens with your entire civilization. Is that so much to ask? Well, you are Starfleet. Exactly. We do this all the time. Thank you for cooperating. That was a refusal, Dovan. We are no fools. 
We've seen what you do in such cases. I told them it was a mistake to show Voyager reruns on intergalactic UPN, but would anyone listen? No. The Oracle hologram has such a nice personality, we thought we'd try to blend it with the EMH. How's it working? Warning. This program is not licensed for use in this context. Self-destruct will activate in 20, 19, Wow. 18. I guess digital rights managing gets really nasty in the future. Listen, hologram. If you don't stop killing yourself, I'll kill you and strangle your emitter. Now, why did your ship go back in time and crash? We fired a temporal thingy at the enemy and temporal stuff happened. Who was the enemy? Unable to access further information. Database corruption is extensive. Could you return to the future and take Lorok and Rawl with you? Certainly. No, wait. Don't. Woohoo! One step closer to ruling engineering. Captain, the Cheetos disease is caused by a telepathic virus. I mean, a viral telepathy. I mean... Either stop making stuff up or leave me alone. Anyway, I want a level one quarantine. Will that help much? Not really. I've just always wanted to own a level one quarantine. (laughs) 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 What? Bring it on, punk. I know you are, but what am I? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, talk to you later. See you soon. Great. We need to protect those marines from the Valandrian defense ships, and Kabir and I are all that's left to man the bridge. And Helder and I are all that's left to man the bridge. Helder's dead too, sir. Is there anyone left to help me? There's a mysterious janitor dominant engineering. Well, sir, do you want me up there? Don't rush me. Where did that hologram take us? Hey, are we back in sickbay? I guess we got off easy. It's the future. We're at war. I'm an embittered frontline doctor. And I'm the bull with a cutesy nickname. And I seem to have changed voice actors. Sir, I must protest. There has to be a more efficient way to destroy the ship than this. I'm warning you, there's no way I can protect my patients from your maneuvers. Ah, great. I still haven't gotten my mother that snow globe. Lieutenant, you're with me. Transporter chief, we must both down. Shouldn't you get the ship out of danger first, sir? Good idea. Let me just set the... The vigilance will self-destruct in two yarns. Yarns? Like what you knit with? Yarns. Yars? Didn't an oil slick kill her? Just die already. Let's go to the catacombs. Is that where Betrana is going? All I know is that's not where the vigilance will be exploding. I'm convinced. Let's go. To be concluded, soon. 
Five Minutes of Valandrian Expedition was by Zeke. Five Minute Turns of Events and Wildfire were by Natal. Thanks to all the cast members who came back to reprise their roles, especially Ben Randall as Alex Lorock. Thanks also to Webmaster Zeke of www.5minute.net, whose 10 years of sci-fi parodies pioneered the five-minute concept. Check out his website. It's pretty funny. Star Trek Excelsior returns later this year in Ozymandias, or possibly Algernon's Descent, depending on how badly this episode was delayed. Happy April Fool's Day.